Merry Meet. Welcome to Witch Magic. I'm Dawn, and I will be taking you on a spiritual journey to all things magic and witchcrafts. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Witch Magic. And if you are new here, welcome. I'm glad you made your way here. I hope all you moms out there had a great Mother's Day. We went to my parents' house and pigged out on pizza and fries. That's the thing to do up here in New England. And we also had little cupcakes for dessert. My daughter, Dassey, she's my oldest daughter. She got me a pot of daisies, which is my favorite flower. And the funny thing about that is that as I was looking at them, there was a piece of popcorn hidden in the flowers. So I guess they were eating popcorn in the car on the way over. <laughs> and I texted her and I, with the picture and I said, look at, look at what's in here. There's a piece of popcorn. And she said it was her husband, which is my son-in-law, um, wanted to add a little extra love to the flowers. So, <laughs> so that, was, that was pretty hilarious. So anyway, let's talk about magic symbols and the moon. There are many symbols associated with paganism and witchcraft. Many witches use some or all in their practice. You can use whichever ones you resonate with. Um, like I always say, it's your preference. So if you like some of them or all of them or one of them, you know, that is absolutely up to you. And I just want to quote Dan Brown's book, The Da Vinci Code. And it says, symbols carry different meanings to different settings. So just think about that for a minute. I really love the Robert Langdon series. It was The Da Vinci Code, um, Angels and Demons, The Lost Symbol, and I think there was another one called Inferno. I don't know if I read that one or if I'd even seen that movie, but... um. Anyway, the main character, Robert Langdon, who is played by Tom Hanks in the movie, is a symbologist. So I thought that that was really interesting. And I think that's, that's one of the reasons why that I love those books, um, because I just love all the symbology with it. So anyway, here are some of the symbols we use in magic. The first symbol is the pentacle. So the pentacle is the most well-known symbol of witchcraft, paganism, and Wicca. It's a pentagram enclosed in a protective circle. And the pentagram is a five-pointed star representing earth, air, fire, water, and spirit. And it's not to be confused with the inverted pentagram used in Satanism. Satanics use inverted religious symbols, such as crosses and pentagrams to indicate their beliefs. And as we know, Christianity and paganism and Wicca have nothing to do with Satan. So our symbols are upright. So anytime you see the pentagram that's upright, which is the pointed part of the star, should be at the very top, right? The next symbol is the triquetra, also known as the Trinity Knot. And this is a triangular figure composed of three interlaced arcs. And I actually have a tattoo on my right arm. And actually, getting back to the pentagram, I do have one of those 
tattooed on my on the back of my shoulder. Anyway, the triquetra represents different things to different people. So in Christianity, it means the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. So most pagans, including myself, know it as the maiden, mother, and chrome. And some people also think of it as beginning, middle, and end, past, present, and future, body, mind, and soul, and really anything else that comes together as a whole. The next symbol is the triple moon or triple goddess. And that is definitely a symbol associated with the maiden mother and crone, like I just mentioned. It's also associated with the female menstrual cycle. So the three moons indicate the three main stages of the moon, waxing, waning, and full. And the full one is in the middle, of course. And it symbolizes the endless cycle of birth, life, death, and rebirth. The horn god symbol is a circle with a sideways crescent on top, facing upwards. So it looks like a partial sideways view of the triple goddess. The symbol indicates strong will and virility. Cernunos is viewed as the male counterpart to the triple goddess, and he is represented in many forms, such as the sacrifice god and the god of vegetation. The Yank is an Egyptian symbol that pagans take to mean the gift of life after death. It's in the shape of a cross, but with a loop at the top. It actually, to me, looks like a little key. The pharaohs had the symbols on their tombs indicating a new life. The seven-pointed star, also known as a heptagram, is a symbol related to the fae. And it's also known to represent the days of the week and the, sh- the seven chakras. Yin and yang. You know that circle with white on one side, black on the other. That represents death and rebirth, dark and light, good and bad, etc. It's the balance of everything. It is a Chinese philosophy, also known as the Taiji. Yin is the dark, is on the right side, and yang, the light color, is on the left. Some people use different colors, um, but one color on one side and one on the other, and usually you're going to use a dark light on one side and the light color on the other side. But the official yin and yang is the black and white. So the sun wheel is a symbol with an eight-armed cross inside a circle. It depicts the wheel of the year that goes around and around, marking the eight Sabbaths and continuity. And there are other names for it, such as Pagan Cross, the Sun Cross, Solar Cross, and Odin's Cross. Now, if you remember when I talked about divination and we were talking about the runes, I did mention Odin. So that was back a couple of episodes ago, I think. So the next symbol that I'm going to talk about is the Om symbol. And that is a Hindu symbol that marks the sound of vibration in the universe. It's composed of three sounds, A, U, M, which represent important triads, such as earth, atmosphere, and heaven, thought, speech, and action, and the three qualities of matter, which is goodness, passion, and darkness. So that's what we chant during meditation to ground us, and it can also heighten energy. So it sounds like this, Om. You just keep chanting that over and over again, 
until you feel grounded and you feel yourself relaxing into that meditation. And we'll go over some meditation again later in another episode. So keep a lookout for that. So the Aum also represents the four states of human existence, which is waking consciousness, deep sleep, dream state, and enlightened consciousness. And it's also a symbol of blessings and good beginnings. Sigils. So here is the definition of sigil in the Merriam-Webster Dictionary. A sign, word, or device held to have occult power in astrology or magic. So the word sigil comes from words such as sign, signal, and signet. There are a variety of ways to create sigils, as well as different intentions for them. You can carve them into your candles or make a sign for your home for protection. They are also used for summoning. You can see sample sigils in books and online, but you can also create your own. Just make your intention of it known. When you create your own sigil, you can start with the name or sentence and combine the letters with one flow of the pen. And we will work on that on the Facebook group, so watch out for that. You could create the flow of letters into your favorite shape, such as a star or a heart. And I'm sure it will take you several tries to get the right feel for it. So those are some of the symbols that we use in magic. But one of the biggest symbols we use is that great bright orb in the sky that brings us much happiness. And that is what? The moon. So first, let's talk about the phases of the moon. There are actually eight phases. New, waxing crescent, first quarter, waxing gibbous, full, waning gibbous, last quarter, and waning crescent. The new moon is a great time to set intentions. So use this time to perform spells for bad habits, weight loss, health problems, bad relationships, and nightmares. The waxing crescent moon is a time for wishes. Do some journaling and write down what you hope to accomplish in the coming months. The first quarter moon is a time for decisions. Meditate on what steps you need to take to receive the outcome that you want. Maybe focus on your cards, whether they be the tarot or the oracle, runes, or any other favorite types of divination. The waxing moon is a time to attract more of something that you need, such as financial gain, a new job, healing, legal matters, and good relationships. The full moon is a good time for any kind of magic. This is the best time to cleanse your magical and ritual tools as well as yourself. Protection is especially strong at this time. You may also tune into your psychic abilities more aptly. The waning moon is a time to let go. Use this time to perform spells for healing and psychic development. The last quarter moon is a great time for banishment and release. Do spells and rituals for knowledge and forgiveness. The waning crescent is for acceptance and rest. You might want to at this time revisit your intentions and see where you are and if it's where you want to be as far as your magical workings go. The moon is considered feminine and represents the triple goddess, as we mentioned before, maiden, mother, and crone. So you see, there is so much power from the moon. 
I guess that's why we witches are so drawn to it. Well, thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Let me know if you have any suggestions for further episodes. And as always, you know, come join us on Facebook. You know, you can follow me on Instagram. If you have any questions or the suggestions that I mentioned, you know, please send me a message. You can also send me an email and the link to that is on my website. And I try to put links into my show notes, but I only have a certain amount of room. Just bear with me if I don't always get them on there, but I try to at least get my website address and the the address to the Facebook group. So thank you very much for coming and listening, and I really appreciate all of you, and I hope you guys have a very magical week. So that's going to do it for today. I will be airing these podcasts about once a week, so be sure to tune in. You might want to choose to get notified when I air so that you don't miss a thing. If you have any comments, please feel free to connect with me on my Facebook group. I will leave the link to that along with my website on the show notes. Blessed be.